This is a Tech Briefs Media Group podcast. Welcome to another Who's Who at NASA podcast. Today on the podcast, we have David Wing, researcher at NASA Langley Research Center in Hampton, Virginia. He is also the Tazar principal investigator. David, thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. David, can you set the stage for us, and, and uh, what is TASAR? Uh, sure. So TASAR uh, is a uh, concept for uh, air traffic management that uh, we've developed at um, NASA Langley. Uh, it stands for Traffic Aware Strategic Air Crew Requests. And basically it's uh, the idea of putting uh, technology on uh, the aircraft in the cockpit that is monitoring the aircraft's route of flight and looking for opportunities to optimize that route, um, either to save time or save fuel. And uh, in the process, uh, it's looking at the environment around the aircraft. Uh, And first and foremost, uh, we're focusing on traffic awareness. And so uh, using uh, airborne surveillance technology, such as uh, ADS-B, is automatic dependent surveillance broadcast. Uh, which is a technology where uh, aircraft broadcast their position uh, over um, uh, over you know, radio frequency, and the uh, other aircraft in the vicinity can receive uh, the position of the aircraft. The, uh, the the TASER concept takes that data into account um, when computing optimum trajectory changes uh, to make sure that those changes don't interfere with the nearby traffic. And the benefit of doing that is that when the pilot uses these recommendations for trajectory change optimizations, uh, and when they make the request to air traffic control, these uh, trajectory changes have already taken into account the traffic aircraft around you, and ATC is more likely to be able to approve your request. What's the main difference between how pilots previously uh, used to determine their their flight routes and how how it works with this technology? file a flight plan uh, before the flight, um, and it's approved by ATC uh, with perhaps some uh, amendments made by ATC, and they take off. And uh, for the most part, most pilots will just fly that that, uh, that flight plan from beginning to end um, without making uh, changes. However, some pilots optimize their flight along the way using the information they have available on hand. And usually that uh, information is... Uh, like uh, onboard weather data um, and maybe just the experience uh, the pilot has uh, flying that route that they, they look for shortcuts they can make. But it, uh, they, what they don't have is a good source of information about the traffic around them. Uh, they also don't necessarily have up-to-date information about uh, the, the uh, wind field um, and uh, some weather data. So the idea behind TASER is to uh, bring that data on board and to put it into a, uh, a software application that would be full-time monitoring for uh, trajectory optimization opportunities. And it will take into account things the pilot uh, either doesn't normally have the information for or it's difficult for a pilot to, to make those, uh, those predictions. Things like traffic, things like the latest wind data, weather data, turbulence data, these are all sources of information that we are looking at putting into this tool, and it's an advisory tool for the pilot. So it just makes the pilot's uh, ability to optimize the flight more productive, uh, uh, and um, it makes their uh, interactions with air traffic control also more productive because they'll be issuing requests uh, that are more 
You mentioned efficiency earlier. How will how will Tazar make flying more efficient? So the thing is that uh, flights are planned based on information known at the time of departure or before departure, and, um, and but things change during the flight. So uh, weather uh, is a dynamic uh, environment. The traffic is is dynamic. Um, even the goals of a flight can change during during the flight. Uh, they may be. Uh, trying to save uh, as, as fuel efficient as possible uh, during uh, most of the flight, and then uh, determine that no, we need to get there as fast as possible, so the objectives change. So the idea of having a tool on board the, the aircraft uh, for the pilot to use is that uh, they can make those uh, uh, take that dynamic environment into account and uh, keep the aircraft as efficient as possible. And what is the, uh, can we go into the technology, uh, all the parts that allow uh, Tazar to find the most efficient route? Sure. Yeah, so the idea is to, um, to have this software uh, application running on a, uh, what we envision the best way to do this is to, is to have the software application running on a portable device uh, called an electronic flight bag or ESB. And electronic flight bag is is basically a tablet computer uh, that uh, would be in the cockpit for the pilot to use. And it's becoming very common. Uh, more and more aircraft operators are getting these electronic flight bags uh, to run all sorts of applications. The way we see this working is that it would um, the ESB would be connected to the aircraft avionics, uh, and it only needs to be connected in a read-only uh, mode, which is uh, much cheaper and easier to get certification approval. Um, and it would read uh, information from the aircraft systems, such as the current position, the route of flight in the, in the flight management system, and uh, it would be able to stay up to date on that data all the time. Um, it also would be connected to the ADSB receiver uh, if the aircraft has been installed and uh, be able to receive in real time the traffic aircraft positions nearby and incorporate that. And in fact, we, we developed the TASER concept as uh, a means for pilots or for, for aircraft operators to gain uh, near-term benefit from equipping with ADS-B. And then uh, the third thing to connect to would be uh, if you have a broadband internet access in the aircraft, uh, you can connect to internet sources that provide all kinds of uh, very useful and relevant information for helping to optimize the flight. So an example of that might be uh, connecting to the NOAA website to uh, upload the latest wind forecast, uh, which uh, is updated uh, on an hourly basis. You could, you could receive that in real time and um, use that information to help uh, optimize your flight based on the very latest and how did this project come about? Well, that's interesting. Uh, I have been working in air traffic management for the last uh, 15 years or so, and most of my time has been focused on uh, studying the very advanced concept of airborne self-separation. And during that research, uh, as part of that research, we developed uh, an automation uh, tool for the flight deck to enable aircraft to separate themselves from other traffic 
and basically manage and optimize their own trajectory uh, in, in an airspace that contains other aircraft that might be also self-separating or might be controlled uh, from the ground by ATC. And so for, our, uh, for this research, we developed a, a very advanced uh, state-of-the-art uh, conflict detection and resolution automation system uh, that we have been using in human-in-the-loop simulations over the last uh, decade or so. And so what we decided to do was to, to leverage that technology to see if we could uh, create a tool that uses the same advanced functionality that could be used in current-day operations under the current rules and procedures that pilots and controllers operate under. And so that's what we've done. We've, uh, uh, we've taken NASA developed technology and we are uh, creating this taser application uh, and our goal is to make it available uh, to the aircraft operator community in the near term to gain benefits from equipping with ADSB in and uh, to gain benefits from having this type of powerful optimization tool right in the cockpit. Right. So what's next now? Is it in the testing phase? Is it in use? Uh, where do you see it going? Well, we've accomplished a lot in the past year and a half of the Tinder activity. Uh, we have developed the prototype software application. Uh, we have uh, done an analysis, a preliminary analysis of uh, user benefits, how aircraft operators might benefit by having this technology on board. Uh, we have done an uh, analysis of uh, safety and hazards and certification requirements for, the, uh, for getting the software approved to put on an aircraft. Uh, we have conducted a human-in-the-loop simulation with airline pilots uh, running in a high-fidelity flight simulator using our software uh, running on a iconic flight bag in that simulator. And right now, uh, we are conducting a flight trial out of the Newport News International, uh, Newport, Williamsburg, Newport News Williamsburg International Airport, excuse me, the Newport News Williamsburg International Airport uh, near NASA Langley to test this software on an actual aircraft. And last week and this week, we've been running uh, flight trials in a uh, Piaggio Avanti aircraft that's uh, operated by Advanced Aerospace Solutions. Uh, and we are bringing pilots in to help us test the software in flight. Our next uh, activity will be, and we are already doing this, we're talking to aircraft operators, uh, to airlines and, and uh, other aircraft operators about potentially having them fly this technology on commercial flights. Uh, and we also have plans to add more information into the uh, Taser application software to help improve the optimization capabilities. We're very excited about uh, about Taser. There's a lot of interest uh, in the user community uh, being expressed to NASA. Uh, interest in taking this technology and putting it on aircraft in the near trust. What were your biggest technical challenges when when creating Taser? Well, one of the challenges we uh, are, are working on is uh, putting the software uh, system onto an aircraft and connecting it to the avionics systems. We do that in order to, to gather the information in real time from the flight management system and other uh, other systems. 
But the challenge is that those systems are not designed to share everything that we might need to do a good optimization. So uh, we are uh, looking into the, the details of what data is available and what uh, uh, compensations we might need to make in order to uh, have this work in aircraft that are already uh, flying today. Uh, future uh, Bionic systems could be designed to share their data more directly and readily, um, and we certainly hope that will happen, and perhaps a, an application like this that provides so much benefit to the operators could, could spur that along. Uh, another one of the challenges, uh, the fact of the challenge is just the reality is that right now there aren't all that many aircraft flying around broadcasting their position over ADS-B. Mm -hmm. uh, the FAA has established a mandate that by 2020, all aircraft in transponder airspace will be required to broadcast their position over ADS-B. Um, but that uh, right now, there's not too many aircraft out there. Um, nevertheless, in our flight clouds, we are seeing quite a number of aircraft in our vicinity that actually are broadcasting ADS-B, and we have uh, we have successfully in the flight trial uh, been able to compute uh, trajectory changes that save time and fuel and also take the traffic uh, aircraft into account. So some of these challenges are being uh, addressed um, and we're continuing to work through them as we discover the problems and the issues. And finally, uh, how's your team structured? Who are you working with? Um, how big is your team? Activity is sponsored by the NASA Airspace Systems Program, uh, and other than that, there's the Concepts and Technology Development Project. The TASER is one of the elements to, to that project. The, uh, the NASA team uh, is, is fairly small. Uh, it's, it's just a few people that are civil servants. Uh, I have uh, most of the, the, the most of the uh, research and development. For, most of the research and development for TASER is being conducted under a set of uh, contracts under the NASA Research Announcement NRA contract vehicle. Uh, so I have a contract with a company called Angelity Corporation. And Angelity uh, has developed the TASER software uh, prototype application, and they've conducted the benefits analysis, and they also are conducting the flight trial under a subcontract to a company called Advanced Aerospace Solutions, or Advero. And they operate this Azure Avanti uh, flight test platform and uh, are conducting the flight trial that's happening this week. I also have a contract with Rockwell Collins uh, to conduct uh, the certification analysis and also to conduct the human and loop simulation. Uh, with a subcontractor, which is the University of Iowa Operator Performance Lab. So the team that I have working on TASER uh, is largely uh, uh, being conducted by contract uh, with uh, two or three civil servants uh, working with me part-time. Well, David Wing, thank you for taking the time to speak with us here at NASA Tech Reason. Thank you very much.